0: Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Thursday, February, the ninth day, four of your work week. And if you are a cubicle warrior out there grinding it out, we feel for you, baby. Here at the Patriot Radio News Hour, what do we do? The physical delivery of gold. It's so simple. Gold and silver. Get it. Hang on to it. Let it grow in value for you. Call us at 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Arlene's in today. She'll take your phone call, answer your question, walk you through your order, or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Point and click. It's that simple. All of this is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner. His name's Joe Jaquence. My name's Homer Lopez, and I humbly present him to you to deliver... Economics with attitude Joe, you have so much of it (laughs) And I'm talking About that attitude It is It is interesting times we're
1: in It is really
0: tumultuous. is a word that I Looked up and it fits the scene. I'm telling you.
1: I make up words, so you never know what I'm going to say. What's the
0: word we had you making up this week? What was it? Fractionable. I couldn't say
1: fractional. fractional. I don't know why. Fractionable. It, it, it was embarrassing. I, not really. I'm never. You got there. over it. Really what do you care? <laughs> what do you? You've do got you a care?
0: bigly attitude.
1: But yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't forget, we got so many ways now to keep you informed. Uh, you, SoundCloud, you know, Ramon was just talking to me uh, as we were waiting for the show to start. We are now on the precipice of 100,000 listens to our show.
0: Amazing. Congratulations. I and, think and it's I'm amazing just, what's growing here. And
1: and, and I can't thank you all enough. Obviously, we, we love you listening. We love you a little more when you call an order. Uh, don't don't forget now. So we've had that for a while. Hey, call right? and sell. It doesn't matter. Buying, selling, trading, right? We we do it all for you. IRAs, right? If you want to roll it into a precious metals IRA, or maybe you know we've been doing a lot of this lately. Is you did business with somebody else, and so now that somebody else is no longer in business, and you need a new guy to to take care of your IRA for you, and do it that we do that as well. Just call us. We got so we got the podcast right SoundCloud. You can follow us there. We're now on Twitter. Just in time, did you see their earnings today? What a disaster! So listen, here's what I need you to do. We need to help Twitter. I just want so it. everybody make sure that you follow us, retweet us, get the get the likes or the listens. I don't even know what it's called, but but get it done. The postings. Yeah, the postings at Patriot
0: Trading One, and I'm going to tell you something new with Twitter. And I think the best thing that you could do to help Twitter out here is retweet
1: Joe's tweet. Retweet them.
0: There you go. Just retweet Joe's tweet. You don't just have to like them. Just hit the retweet button, and all of a sudden it's showing up on your page. It's amazing how that system works.
1: And, and so we have that at Patriot One. If you go out to our main page, and, and we're in the process of – of making it a little more friendly, we're not there yet, but it, we're getting there. Uh, but right above where our podcasts are, there's just two little, two little—I'll uh, call them sentences—just little blurbs at Patriot One, so you can cl- and you can click them. You just click on that one. Right, right below that is uh, our blog. And make sure you check that out. Uh, I'm blogging, I don't want to say every day, but almost every day. I'll 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 try to at least do a recap of the markets. Uh, we had a great, uh, I call it great, you know, look at me. I'm promoting myself and how great I am. Um, I have no ego, so don't worry about it.
0: I think that's what you invest your money to do, It's to promote <laughs>
1: yourself. So you're okay. I'm okay <laughs> with that. You're doing a I'm good okay thing, yeah. So the other day I put up... Uh, how the, the the government and the Federal Reserve is trying to mislead us all on jobs, and, and right on cue, so today, every Thursday, you get the first-time jobless claim. How many people had to go to the unemployment office for the first time? And the number was 234,000. And everybody was freaking out, like, oh, we haven't had a number that low since 1973. And here's the funny part. They want you to believe that's a great thing. That's horrible. And let me tell you why. Do you know in 1973, we had about 212 million people in the country. That's it. 212 million. That's all we had. Today we got 300 and, let's call it 18. 318 million people. The big difference is is 95 million people aren't in the workforce that are supposed to be. So when you kind of do the math, about well, 318 minus 95, you're like, oh, well, the population then is about the same. And, and they've completely destroyed what is left of this economy. And here's the other bad part, and this is the part they don't want to tell you about, is they also track how many people had to keep filing unemployment. In other words, once you become unemployed, how hard is it for you to get another job? And this number, it just won't stop growing. It grew again this week, and last week, and the week before, and the week before, and the week before that. And so now we've kind of entered this whole thing where nobody wants to quit their job because they know they're probably not going to be able to find another one. And those that are unfortunate enough to lose their job, they're not able to find any more work either. So when you sit there and you really think about, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Jobless claims, haven't seen it in 43 years. Really, when you think about it, that's a horrible sign. And it's just another one of those reasons why nothing feels the way it should. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. Double J in the Love, Patriot Radio News Hour, Eight hundred nine five one zero five. Nine, two. So much going on. I, I don't know which way I want to go. I don't know if I wanted to talk more retail. Did you see Whole Foods? I don't know if you guys, you know, if if, if where you're listening, if you have Whole Foods, we have them here in, in Arizona. And it's one of those, they don't even use the what I'll call the regular shopping cart. Because they know that's... You fill up a regular shopping cart at Whole Foods, that's like $1,000. Absolutely.
0: Right, so yeah, they've got no, like I know the, what you're saying.
1: I'll call it the, the mini carts, right, and they're...
0: They're very proud of their products.
1: Very proud of their products and their pricing, and of course at one point were the darlings of Wall Street. Sales continue to fall at Whole Foods, fell 2.4% at stores open a, at least a year. The sixth straight quarter of declines as it's facing more pressure. Uh, The Texas-based retailer now says it is going to significantly cut back store openings. Uh, Then Neiman Marcus, they got downgraded, I mean, deep into junk. I didn't, you know, we know that we've had, we know we got trouble at Macy's, now we got trouble at Neiman Marcus, now we got, you know, Sears, by the way, I don't know if people are following this is really uh, going quite quickly. Sears is at a new all-time low, even lower than when they first merged together when Sears and Kmart became one company uh, as they – well, they're running out of stuff to sell. I heard uh, that they have – Are a, you sure they're
0: not running yeah, out they, of they, customers to sell? Well,
1: <laughs> you that know that what I'm saying? All right, they're running they ran out of customers to buy stuff. So they're, is they're running out of stuff to sell. Well, that's what they've been doing, selling off assets. So they only have, they have less. I want to say it's like 120 stores left that they haven't, you know, that they actually own the land. Okay. They used to own right. all of the land for all. Of, they're down to less than uh, 200 stores. Like I said, I think it's like 120 stores. They sold uh, Craftsman already, so they've got like I think they can sell Kenmore's left, in, and and uh, I'm not sure what else. And, and so we'll have to continue to follow that. I keep saying they just want to get to August. We'll see if they're going to be able to make it. Uh, and then I tweeted this this morning, and it's very, very significant. As we continue to watch and try to figure out how all of this is going to play out. And, and I'll just say, as, as we... Go through the last, let's just say, when I started here. So take, let's take the last 14 years. 14 years ago today, the European countries, okay, they look, we'll call it the Eurozone, because uh, that was already started. The Euro came into effect what in the I think the late 90s. They had a A treaty a contract that between all of the members that they would sell 500 metric tons of gold every year and they did it every year they were doing it before i got here they were doing it when i got here so if Germany sold 80 tons and France sold 100 tons and England sold 60 tons and Italy sold 40 tons, you know, they'd get the 500 tons. And then about 06, they came up with a, a new treaty that said, hey, we'll sell 400 metric tons. You know, when you think about You know, a metric ton, to put that in perspective. 32,150 ounces of gold. And you start timesing that times 500 and then 400. And then the crash happened. And then all of a sudden, the sales dried up. They didn't sell really any gold none of them have matter of fact in the last 10 years or so the the European Union has sold almost no gold and matter of fact now something that has, has not happened since World War II is happening in reverse a lot of the European countries didn't store their gold in their own country. Right? And, and it made sense, right? You had the world wars and they were worried about it getting plundered, right? So they shipped it to, a, to the United States. A lot of it sits in London where the uh, you know gold trading hub was in London. And we've been reporting about how over the last several years now the European countries are repatriating the gold and you start to think about wait a minute hasn't been there for some in some cases a hundred years why all of a sudden do they want it back and what's the hurry and this is really the hurry part has piqued my interest today. Germany, which had announced in 2013 that it was going to transfer 674 metric tons of gold back to Germany. And they said at the time, hey, it's going to take us a while. That's a lot of gold. That's a lot of gold, right? A lot of gold. But they're like, hey, it's going to take us a while. Now, I don't know what would take so long. Because you think about 674 metric tons. Okay, so they're just these huge bars, right? 400-ounce bars at a time stacked on top of one another. Boom, boom, boom. You, know, you put them on the pallets. Right, you put them on the pallets. You put them in the truck. The truck takes them right to the to to the dock. Right, they they pick up the 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 truck, the the bed of the truck. Right, put it on the boat. Take the boat. Drive the boat over to the port in Germany. They unload it. They right, put it away.
0: Meanwhile, the villains have a submarine underneath the ocean that they're ready to hijack Dr. it Dr. Evil may come and get it from them. All of a sudden, I have
1: the Italian job in my head. That
0: movie with Marky Mark where they steal all the gold.
1: And we had speculated that the biggest reason it was going to take so long is they didn't own all of the gold. In other words, they had leased it out to people. Right, and this is one of the things that still today we cannot get transparency in the markets. Right, We don't know. Like, allegedly, we have 8,000 metric tons of gold in the United States of, that we own, allegedly. A lot of that is melted down pre-1933 gold. Matter of fact, uh, Moy, he was the former Mint director, and you can Google him. Uh, He actually did an interview where he claims that he's actually seen it. Talking about the pre 33 gold coins melted down into these bricks. And he says on the video, hey, it's not like what you, you would think. He goes, you know, they didn't, as the story goes, as he tells it, they didn't even melt it down and take out the impurities, Which, in itself, is kind of, that's odd, number one. If you're going to melt it down, it's right there, take it out. And and two, he even said, hey, you can even see that, you know, a lot of the bars still have, like, the, the images of the coins on them. But, but nonetheless, and I only bring that up because, you know, there's only a finite supply of, of legal, lawful, constitutional tender. But now, all of a sudden, all of these countries around the world are wanting their gold back. Today, Germany announced three years ahead of schedule that they completed their effort to bring home 300 tons of gold that was stored in the United States. Says they were repatriating gold bars, kept abroad, and this says during the Cold War. Bundesbank said Thursday 111 tons of gold were brought back from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York in 2016. Completing the last 300 tons slated for return. It said it also repatriated 105 metric tons from Paris in 2016. It says once the transfers are completed, Frankfurt will hold half of Germany's 3,038 100 uh, 3378 metric tons of gold that it has so germany as a country we have 8000 metric tons they have 3378 of which now well, half of which resides in germany so as we we i guess two things that struck me as interesting Why was it important to finish it three years early? And how long is it going to be before they bring all the rest of the gold back? In my 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 conspiratorial mind, you know, there's a reason why. Why you know, if you're going to bring it back, why not bring it all back? Right? That comes into mind first of all. And the only thing I can think of is they knew contractually, but this is about how much gold we can get right now. And all the rest of it's probably leased out to other places or who knows where it is. What I'd like to know, you know what would make, make me, I don't know, happy or at least something I'm curious about? I'd love to see the mint marks on those bars. Why was that? Why would you want to see mint mark? What's that going to prove? How old is it? Where did it come from? Right. Let's just hypothetically say if Germany shipped this gold back to America in the twenties or the thirties, whatever it was, what gold did we ship them back? Right? Did they have? Uh, you know, I, I don't know, but, you know, did they have the, the Bundesbank mint mark on it? Did they have the German mint marks on it? What what kind of bars were they? And why don't they ever release that stuff? I'm just curious. My guess is, and I, and I have, listen, I don't know. And maybe I and I could be wrong. Maybe it's out there and I just can't find it. But my guess is they probably got new bars. That's just my guess. You yeah. know, does it get more value if they're from
0: you know a much older era? I don't know.
1: I I, I would say gold think, is, gold I, gold, isn't is it? gold. I I would think not. But I'm just curious. You know, I'm just curious. I'd wonder what that is about. USA Today, gold. The yellow metal, Wall Street normally flocks to it in tough economic times, is shining bright at a three-month high despite record stock prices. Rising stock, rising gold, what gives? We'll talk about that next.
2: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan
3: Haidt. Over the Christmas holiday, the Trump transition team was working on its first package of executive actions, including steps to rescind or revoke numerous improper executive actions by President Obama. Here are two federal regulations and further actions that Trump must take care of in his first weeks on the job. The liberal war on Christmas is a recurring feature of the holiday season, but this year a federal regulation is being blamed for continuing that unhappy trend. At a seniors' living center called Mercy Village in Joplin, Missouri, residents were told that they are forbidden to put traditional Christmas decorations in any of the common areas. Mercy Village is owned by Denver-based Mercy Housing Incorporated, which receives federal funding from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. Mercy's management claimed that it was merely enforcing a HUD regulation that prohibits discrimination by housing providers on the basis of religion. Mercy Village did have a so-called holiday tree in the main lobby, but when residents at their own expense placed a nativity scene in the hallway of an upper floor, it was removed by the management, even though no resident complained. Mr. D. Wampler, a prominent attorney from Springfield, Missouri, informed Mercy Village that a 1984 decision of the U.S. Supreme Court found it perfectly constitutional to include a nativity scene within a publicly funded Christmas display. But the management of Mercy Village was unmoved, insisting that Christmas decorations must remain inside the residents' individual apartments and that all common areas must remain religion-neutral." President Trump was criticized for naming Dr. Ben Carson as the new Secretary of HUD because Dr. Carson has no experience in housing policy. In fact, Dr. Carson's years of experience battling the forces of political correctness make him perfectly suited for redressing the anti-Christmas regulations of federally subsidized housing. Amid the winter holiday merrymaking and family celebrations every year, we should remember that the whole point of Christmas is a beautiful story of redemption, specifically starting with the birth of a child.
2: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Religious liberty is under attack. In schools, churches, and private businesses, a new wave of hostility to religion is being touted by the media and upheld by radical judges. To share your thoughts and experiences, go to PSEagles.com and join the blog conversation. That's PSEagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
1: 800-951-0592. Uh, the Dow's at an all-time high. I think all three, the Dow, S&P... Uh, the Nasdaq. And you know what's funny is gold and silver were at the highs of the year again earlier this morning after the horrible jobless claims number. They're starting to realize on that jobless claims number that that's not a good thing. But Donald Trump tweeted out, "It's mean, not enough to help Twitter stock," but he tweeted out that in the two to three weeks. They're going to be announcing a major league tax deal. Of course, one of the things that uh, he had promised was tax reform and tax cuts for everybody, and it's going to be that's going to be one of those. Uh, and, and and I'll say this: there was a, a sell-off in in gold and silver when that happened, and it didn't last very long. Matter of fact, silver's already turned back to positive. Uh, silver's. Uh, just went positive 70, or $17.72. Gold's down three uh, at 1234 bucks. But uh, has Wall Street excited? Because you know who's going to get the lion's share of that tax cut.
0: The Wall Streeters? Yeah, the Wall,
1: right, the the Wall, Wall Streeters. Streeters.
0: You know, I, I want to throw this out there. Did you see, you know, um, Donald Trump said that it may take a year before they can repeal.
1: Oh, it's got to take it The leave,
0: Affordable Care Act. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, re- I read a headline today that said the repeal of the Affordable Care Act, right, r- risk 62,000 jobs. Yeah, I
1: don't – know, no, no, no. no, 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 no. Let, let, let me finish this. here. Let me, me just
0: say this. Let me say this. Are you telling me that by putting that act together, they hired 62,000 employees to enact it? No wonder we've
1: lost trillions of dollars. Dollars. of these reports, none of them are worth the paper they're printed on. None of them. My goodness. I'm just like, (laughs) we're eliminating 62000 jobs. We haven't done a thing to it yet. It's still in place.
0: But should they do something, they're going to have to eliminate. Remember,
1: before that thing became a law, it was actually going to save us money, too. So, I mean.
0: Unbelievable. It's just unbelievable to me. That you have to read beyond the headlines to go, wow, it cost, we hired 62,000 people just to put that act together.
1: Yeah, I don't think we did. I, I mean, Maybe we did. Maybe. Depends on how you my, read it. My, my guess is we probably hired more than that because it's the government, so why not? Uh, USA Today talking about gold in stocks. What spooking investors, they wondered enough to push up gold prices five out of the past six weeks of course this week will be six out of the last seven it's been up for the first 3 days this week to $1237.60 like i said i'm going to call it profit taking i don't know what else to call it it's not a not a big move but nonetheless you know you got to take some profits down Here's a short checklist. This is out of the USA Today. Why gold is rallying? Economic policy uncertainty in the U.S. under President Trump. That's number one. Political anxiety surrounding the populist movement in Europe and elsewhere. Are we elsewhere? I don't. I don't know. Because it didn't say El- no, it said Europe and elsewhere. So well, elsewhere is the rest of the world. Right, right. Okay, so we're, we're in that category. Uh, so that that's number two. Again, USA Today, these guys, they're brilliant people. Ongoing stimulus from global central bankers. That's That's number three. Angst over rising inflation. Is number four the U.S. dollar falling in value versus foreign currencies was last on the list. By the way, I tweeted this out today as well. You know, the dollar had the worst January in 30 years. I did not know that. Of course, a lot of that had to do with the uh, the, the the quote the Trump rally, if you will. Uh, after the inauguration and the dollar uh, way ahead of itself. Gold has surged almost 8% in 2017, the highest level since November the 10th, or two days after the Trump election win. Then they go on to talk about how uh, the CEO, Chief Investment Officer of Global Investors, he says investors are buying gold By relying on a simple investment-related math. Now, you see, I like that. Why am I buying gold? Because I know how to do math. That's why. Because it's really simple. The debt hit 20 trillion dollars. And the dollar had its worst day, worst month, worst January anyway, in 30 years. You think maybe the two are related? Do you really think, do you really believe? You know, and I love it, they talk about interest rates and will the Fed raise rates, will the Fed not raise rates? We can't pay the debt. It's not payable. How would we in just think about this? The whole entire economy of the entire country is like eighteen trillion dollars. We've got a a just a, remember this just a federal deficit of twenty trillion, and oh by the way, it grows by over a trillion dollars a year. And what, we're going to pretend like we're going to raise rates and make that cost even more? That's what we're going to do? And this is really the reality, because they want you to think that's what they're doing. They know they're never going to do that. Well, I shouldn't say never. If they do it, it's not going to be because they want to. I keep saying that. And when you sit there and you think about the math of it all, And then you start thinking about what Bill Gross, for those of you that don't know who Bill Gross is, his moniker on Wall Street is the Bond King. Okay, this guy is, when it comes to the the bond market, he's the expert. And he went out yesterday, and he just went off. And really, he's trying to get everybody to pay attention. The Wall Street rally, this is what they want you to see. They want you to see this rally and say, look, look how great it is. Everything's great. And Trump's going to cut taxes and all of these businesses are going to be able to bring money back to America and pay less for it. And somehow that's a good thing because we know what they do when they repatriate the money. They don't build plants. They don't build factories. They buy back their own stock and give themselves bonuses. But Bill Gross said something that I said the other day, and I'm going to share it with all of you next. It's not angst about the economy. It's about math. And the other day I told everybody, and I'm not saying Bill Gross got it for me, but I said to everybody, you know these central banks are just playing a big game with us. Remember when we were running our quantitative easing, and the people on the idiot box, what's wrong with the ECB, they're way behind, they need to do what we're doing, and, and now the ECB is running quantitative easing and we're allegedly not. Right? And I'm like, and and I said, "They're, they're just playing this game. They know exactly what they're doing. And Bill Gross picked up on that and here's what he said. Without quantitative easing from the European Central Bank and from the Bank of Japan, the U.S. Treasury yield would rather quickly rise to three and a half percent. okay now think about three and a half percent is nothing historically on a 10-year note. three and a half percent, and listen to what he says, the U.S economy would seek would sink into a recession immediately. Right, we're at like two and a half percent right now, and he's like at three and a half, the whole game's over. Gross, who runs the 1.8 billion dollar Janus Global unconstrained bond fund, I'll say that a bunch of times fast, and his latest investment outlook to clients said that Treasury yields will likely rise gradually but will stay artificially low due to the kindness of foreign central banks' quantitative easing program. Gross went on to say, without the financial methadone, and that's what they use for heroin addicts, Right? Methadone what's his,
0: what's his reference of methadone there
1: right Is that method no he, he's talking about hey we're essentially trying to wean ourselves you know we have this drug problem of debt and now we're using this quantitative easing this kind of financial methadone now I get his metaphor Both the bond market and the stock markets worldwide, would sink and produce a tantrum of significant proportion. Now, you got to remember, this is a guy who sells bonds for a living. Coming out and saying to anybody that would listen, hey, by the way, the second anybody tries to stop this quantitative easing, Right, the whole thing comes to an end. And he said in his latest research note, the assertion that he's made for several years, loose monetary policies have promoted higher stock prices and endangered real economic growth. And this is what I've been telling you. This is what happened. The reason why there is no real economic growth anywhere is we're all drowning in the debt, and they all want to pretend like it's not their fault. Right? The federal reserve, oh, it's not our fault. Matter of fact, if it wasn't for us, right, the whole world would be a mess. We saved it. Ben Bernanke had the courage to act. Of course, it was their policies that got us here in the first place. Capitalism has been distorted, and really, this is the other part. And you didn't see this as a reason in the Wall Street Journal either. These companies needed to go out of business. Dodd Frank is really—it's a sham. It's all a big scam. Being poor, you know, and and we're the ones that are getting scammed, right? The great thing about capitalism was what? If you did something wrong, you went out of business. And how the the thought process went is something better would come from the ashes, right? Remember it used to be, you know, all the entrepreneurs, the first You know, first time they tried, they failed. Right? A lot of them, I tried two or three times and failed. But every time I learned something, I got better at it. And now we live in this world where where capitalism has been distorted. Right? We keep wanting to do the same thing over and over again and pretend like it wasn't the problem. savings and investments have been discouraged by yields, right? Think about that. How many times have I said it? My whole life growing up. You better be in your 401k at your work. Right? You got to build up that nest egg, and as soon as you get to 55, you get out of stocks, and you buy bonds, and you, buy, you go to your bank, and you buy a CD, and you quote-unquote live off the interest. And now, with the largest generation, that baby boom generation, got to 55, what happened? Yeah, no interest for you. You think that was an accident? the Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Capitalism has been distorted. Saving and investment have been discouraged. Returns are too low to replicate historic productivity gains. Zombie corporations have been kept alive. This equilibrium has replaced equilibrium and that the financial system has not been cleansed. And really that's all you need to know, and it's exactly what we've been telling you. They haven't fixed any of it. You know what? They wanted to put a piece of newspaper over it and pretend like they cleaned it up. And Gross says all of this is going to be recognized when volatility returns to the market. And you bet you know what? I think volatility is coming gross things recession's coming if you watch our website today a great clip with Peter Schiff out there it's about 25 30 minutes if you want to check that out don't forget follow us on twitter at patriot1 don't forget our new blog as well follow us there we got a facebook page i mean we got it all i've got a whole little group of stuff today i've got 15 $5 liberties at three fifty. I've, I've got twenty two and a half dollar gold pieces, they're gonna be libs and Indians at two fifty. I've got twenty twenty dollar gold pieces at thirteen fifty. And then I've got and I still have I probably got about 20, 20, twenty, let's say twenty five rolls of quarters too, which is probably the greatest deal out there. At $140. Bucks, at 800 dollars 9510592. So we got both sides. We got great value at twenty dollar gold at thirteen fifty. If you're like, hey, I want the best bang for my buck, that's it. If you're like, you know what, I'm I need some fractional 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 material. God. <laughs> fractional material. We got you covered there too. Fives, two and a half quarters. We got it all Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow at new highs as Donald Trump tweeted a major league tax announcement coming in two to three weeks. I can't wait. I wonder what it's going to be. You know what? I, I was. You know what would be great? Wouldn't it be great? Yeah, if I could say fractional. Thank you, Homer. Sure. Well, you know, you're probably right about that. That would, that would help. All small businesses. You know what? If that's really what the backbone of this country is, because, you know, that's what they tell you, right? The the backbone of GDP is the consumer. The backbone of, of, of the economy is small business. If all the tax breaks went there, somehow I got the feeling it's not going to. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, the Dow's are at new high. The Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ, Uh, having a small pullback in gold, in silver. Gold's at $1,333. Silver at $17.70. Call us, 800-951-0592. Final show of the week comes tomorrow. Everyone take care. Enjoy the rest of your day.